Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Health with Mary, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing this week? Today I've been mega busy, I'm in the recording studio now, I literally can't not record in this studio now, it just sounds so much better to me. I put up a poll on Instagram as well to see if there was like, if people were noticing a difference and they are, which is absolutely amazing. That makes me very happy and it's also great because I have this entire massive space to myself. So really, really happy um, and we're in the we're back here again. So I have a really interesting topic for you guys today for this podcast. It's, what day is it today? It's Thursday. So by the time you guys hear this, I have, I have posted an Instagram story about this. So if you voted on the Instagram story, you'll be happy because today's topic is about calories and macros and specifically why calories aren't created equally and I've done a podcast quite similar to this one um, a couple months ago about calories and macros and if that was a good idea or not and this is like a slightly different spin on it and mainly because of a Instagram post that I shared that I've asked you guys to vote for on Instagram so if you have me on Instagram I'm going to read the post to you quickly because I think this is really, really important. And I also think that there's, I mean, there's about a hundred different things to talk about when it comes to calories and or macros. And especially now I have been massively involved in the personal training world as well as being a personal trainer and still am a personal trainer. I have just seen how massively this impacts people and it's really important to me because it was a little bit of a shock. I kind of thought that majority of people that track calories and macros are people who, I don't know, are wanting to like build muscle particularly fast or, you know, kind of deal with body composition, so lose fat and build muscle at the same time. Or even people that are like bodybuilders wanting to compete, all the different types of stuff. It's kind of more people that I expected to kind of be doing that but the amount of people especially women that I spoke to regarding calories and macronutrients I mean it was pretty much everyone in the gym that you know you you talk to they talk about that they track everything they eat and that was really staggering to me and quite scary because I think everyone's kind of dabbled in tracking calories and, and macros probably if you're someone who's ever been to the gym or if you're someone who is was or ever interested with weight loss and things like that because that will probably be one of the first things you'll see when you search anything regarding weight loss or the gym or anything regarding that. So it was quite staggering to me how many people continuously tracked their macros and calories and it wasn't necessarily for a short period of time, it was just a way of life which was quite staggering to me. So it's something that I would love to tackle as my standpoint um, in this podcast as well as my business and also through my PhD but this specific podcast is is on a little bit of a different topic regarding calories and macros and really the basis of this argument is not all calories are created equal so say 100 calories from an apple in comparison to 100 calories from a McDonald's they are two very very different things and tracking calories and macros really diminishes food to the calorie content or the fat, carbohydrate and protein content of them. 
which I have a huge problem with and for many reasons but the main one is that calories do not equal health and low calories do not equal health so I mean there's loads and loads of highly nutritious foods that are really high in calories and that does not make them unhealthy or wrong to consume most of the time you just have to consume a little bit less of these foods and that's okay because that's how they're intended to be eaten but if you go by calories and macros like a lot of personal trainers do or like a lot of personal trainers advise you to do it can be really problematic for well-being which is the most important thing that I want to stress because I think people think that if they aren't eating um, you know more calories than they need or their macros are right so you'll see all these different variations of macro kind of percentages so you'll see sometimes like 35% fat or 50% protein that type of thing they're all kind of different depending on the individual and depending on the goals but because people see that as meeting their macros that is 100% healthy and desirable for wellness and I think that is complete and utter rubbish and you can meet your macros and calories and whatever and have a healthy diet but to me, I don't think calories and macros is necessary if you're eating a healthy diet, but it just depends on what your goals are. But I'm getting I'm getting way ahead of myself. But anyway, the post that I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about and the basis of this podcast today were a man called Dr. Mark Hyman, I think that's how you say it, no idea. And he posted a post saying a thousand calories from broccoli will have a different impact on your genetic expression than a thousand calories from gummy bears and this is stressing this point so I put on basically if people wanted to know why this reason or why following calories and macros are not the answer for health and or ideal body composition and basically if you guys wanted a podcast on this and a lot of people said yes so here we are and I think the main thing here to focus on is genetic expression so yeah, a thousand calories from broccoli and a thousand calories from gummy bears are going to have a very different impact on your body upon consumption and also after consumption. So this is the main point and this is why I've linked all of this to macros and calories because they have this idea that as long as the calorie is what they're under, what how much you want or how much you're supposed to be consuming or it's the right macronutrient content, then you're fine. I just completely disagree with that and it's interesting I think it's really interesting to have like a nutritionist perspective and a personal trainer perspective in the same person because usually it's one or the other and I wouldn't say that personal trainers have complete different viewpoints than nutritionists but I would say that they both view health in a different way so it's really interesting that I've had both of those uh, biases that work together which I think is so so good but at the same time it there's a few clashes between the two worlds and there's loads of reasons for that but I'm not going to get into that today. So basically food is more than calories and nutrients. It's not just those two elements or even just food food for fuel. It's actually communication to our cells, communication to our brains. It's information that we need to function, that our organs need to function, that our cells need to function. And people don't see food that way or that in that complex way, but it really is that complex. So 
whatever you eat, whatever goes into your body, whether that's water or a packet of crisps or an apple, that is going to send different messages to your cells, different messages to your brain. And this is why it's particularly important to be careful about what you're eating and to have a healthy diet because this sends messages, because it tells your body to do things. So, for example... If you're having refined sugar, so things like a chocolate bar per se, that is going to send a message to your pancreas, so an organ that, well, reduces, (laughs) that basically sends insulin out. And insulin is a hormone. Insulin has a lot of different functions, but in this specific instance, insulin then sends messages to fat to store our fat instead of utilising it for fuel. So fat is a fuel source as well and we can utilise stored fat for fuel if we run out of glucose and basically on consumption of refined sugars we are telling our body that fat that's stored let's not use that let's do something else let's keep it in there um, and not use that for fuel so that's really important because if we're having a lot of refined sugar all the time so in way of white bread white pasta white rice as well as chocolate sweets you know crisps all of that type of stuff all that processed food that is going to be telling our body all the time spiking insulin which is going to have a effect on our metabolism as well as how we store and utilize fat and of course we're not wanting to be regularly telling our bodies to store fat we want in our bodies to be regularly telling it to utilize fat and not keep that fat you know stored away in our body so we don't want that But say if we're talking about broccoli, for instance, if we talk about the other side of the equation, broccoli is rich in fibre, it's rich in nutrients, it's rich in so many different compounds that are very highly complex that send different messages to your body. So it sends messages, one of the messages that it sends is that we're full, we don't need any more food because of that fibre. So our bodies detect the fibre in broccoli and that starts to work to tell our brain, to tell our bodies we no longer need that food we don't we no longer need food in general because we're starting to feel full we're starting to feel as though our nutrients are getting met and hunger is a huge form of communication and it is brought about by one hormone called ghrelin and i find it fascinating that this is me being a nerd but i find it fascinating that we have one hormone for hunger and we've got about 100 different hormones for satiety so to make us feel full we also just have one hormone to make us feel hungry and that is ghrelin which I think is so interesting but that is just me being a nerd but communication really um, from hunger is can be loads of different things but primarily it's either we're not eating enough food or we don't have enough nutrients or we're dehydrated so these are the three big hitters when it comes to feeling hungry there's a lot of different things that can come into play there like certain health conditions can cause problems with that as well as the mind can tell you that it's more appetite than hunger but it can tell you to eat that's not really what we're talking about here that feeling of hunger that like pang of hunger when you've not had food for a while you can also feel that when you are nutrient deficient which is really important so we might feel continuously hungry like maybe how you do after a mcdonald's like it just feels like it's done nothing and it's just empty in your stomach you shouldn't really feel like that after a nutritious meal because when we're communicating that hunger feeling from our bodies we are then needing to take that information and say right i need nutrients and i need fuel and to get that through mcdonald's is quite difficult so our bodies are like, I've not had enough, like I need those nutrients. And that comes across in our brains as hunger, right? Okay, I'm just going to eat. 
something that I like, something that I feel is going to satisfy my cravings for foods as well as our mental gets involved in this as well and thinks right I've been stressed out so I just want to have like a burger or a chocolate cake you know that's gets involved in there as well highly complex process listen to last week's podcast if you want to know more about the mental side of craving and stuff like that because I go into that in last week's podcast but really with hunger there's so many things but it's mainly the fact that we aren't eating enough food or the right foods and it's so interesting that that is a huge way of our bodies to communicate and I think if you take hunger or if you take even you know certain pains or aches or even anything that your body is communicating to you if you value that communication and act on it correctly you can really be attuned with your body and really help with overall well-being. And it's really, really important that we see those types of things as communication instead of just random feelings that have absolutely no reason or benefit or that our body's just telling us to eat. So if you hear all that, what is the actual purpose of tracking macros and calories? Why have we developed into this idea that calories and macros equals health? I think number one, because society has created a uh, idea that we all have to have a specific body composition, so small waist or, uh, you know, for men, big muscles and stuff like that. And there is manipulation of carbohydrate, fat and protein that can sometimes help with building muscle, like increased protein levels, as well as there's some research that low carbohydrate diets can help you lose weight. Um, and well as fat is there's manipulations there as well but it's mostly around carbohydrate and fat that we're trying to manipulate for body composition and really I mean there's loads of different ways so if you go to the gym or if you've heard of these terms before like cutting and bulking and basically people that go to the gym or people that want to build and lose so build muscle lose fat and you know, maintain a really high level of body composition and muscle mass, they might go through these seasons of cutting and bulking. So cutting means eating less food to lose the fat that you may have gained in the bulking phase, which would be eating a lot, training a lot, building a lot of muscle. So we've probably all heard of this before, to build muscle, you do need to eat enough. So you need to eat enough food, you need to eat enough protein and carbohydrate to build muscle, and especially if you're wanting to do it in a very quick period of time. So a lot of people want to build muscle quickly, they'll have a lot of protein, have a lot of food in general, and that'll help them build mass quite quickly, but also will put on quite a lot of fat as well. So people go through that and then they cut all down and try and get rid of the fat and maintain the muscle. And that way, that kind of toned look is relatively achieved and that is done through manipulation of macros essentially and that's why people do it but would I argue that it's terrible for health yes (laughs) I would I mean the constant seesaw of gaining weight losing it very bad for your health as well as continuously manipulating your macronutrients as well as tracking all the food that you've eaten being very careful about the food you eat. It's very disordered in eating as far as eating goes. And this constant cycle, so there's never, there's you know, you never get a break from it because you're either cutting or bulking, is very exhausting mentally as well as it creates a disordered eating with food. And this continuous change is really, does not go well with the body. The body's constantly working to maintain homeostasis, which means a constant it doesn't want big changes ever. It doesn't want to go up, doesn't want to go down all the time. It wants to try and stay relatively the same all the time. And 
when we start to manipulate things like gaining loads of weight, losing it all really quickly, it puts our body in a state of, oh my God, I do not know what's happening. I don't like this. Bunch of stress, hormones. And overall, it's not going to be good for your health. But if you are someone who's like, I don't know, training for a bodybuilding competition that might be the only way that you can get to that low of level of body fat but also have a lot of muscle at the same time but that's a sport that's kind of a different topic but for overall well-being I would seriously advise against doing this the main thing when it comes to well-being as well as muscle composition body composition is continuous consistency keeping a healthy diet you know don't worry so much about tracking calories or macros I would actually say scrap that if you can because it's just not it's so so restrictive and it's so mentally draining it's just something that's not necessary to achieve you know a desired body composition the only thing about you know consistently working out as well as consistently eating a healthy diet it takes longer to build muscle it takes longer to lose fat but you're not going to be doing yourself any long-term damage and you're not going to be putting yourself through a high stress environment your body through high stress and just absolutely hyper focusing on food and exercise really not good for your mental or physical well-being so basically like when it comes to calories and macros it's just not a good idea unless you're trying to like be a be the best bodybuilder in the world or you know if you're doing it for a sport even then not good for health but if that is something that's important to you 100% I would say to you I mean all my clients that come to me I never never give them calories or macros to follow and everyone still sees huge results because it's more about health for me than body composition and I think that's what society has very wrong with health is that we view health as a specific body type which is completely inaccurate and one that is causing so many different disordered eating eating disorders and mental unwellness with food bad relationships with food especially young women and girls and it's only getting younger and younger which is scary so this ideology that we have to track everything we consume to maintain this you know ideal body standard is really really dangerous and I think the more people that realize this the more people that can prevent this like viewpoint the more we can kind of move away from that and try and kind of I don't want to say completely end that but it would be definitely a step in the right direction to just say right enough's enough with that let's move on to just maintaining a healthy diet consistently for as long as we possibly can and also it's really important not to rely on this like hyper fixation on food because I think it can be a very risky slope i don't know if many people can hyperfixate on calories, macros, exercise and be completely okay after it, depending on how long you do it for. But it's a very risky slope, especially on uh, in today's society. And I just think that calories, macros, who cares? Leave them alone. We do not need to mess with them. Let's just focus on increasing the consumption of really healthy, nutritious food working out in so many different ways that's another thing I was talking to Jacob about this the other day that training in the gym five days a week and not venturing out you know into different types of exercise is a bit is not optimal either you know all exercise is amazing but when it comes to you know 
training in the gym you're just doing one movement or a bunch of different movements within the same discipline but whether you know you could be going to the gym you could be swimming you could be walking hill walking climbing you know there's so many different ways to exercise and I actually think that training in a bunch of different disciplines is the most optimal way but that's getting sidetracked as well but I think that the whole calorie macro thing really applies to the gym people and I think that's like the entire what's the word like the the entire thing about the gym is lifting weights lifting heavy weights maybe a little bit cardio cardio but probably not as well as calories and macros really strict cutting bulking phases which I just think is dangerous and I think the gym environment can be a little bit toxic because of that I don't know if it necessarily creates a healthy environment around food and about exercise whereas other communities like different disciplines of exercise can create that and if you kind of dip into different things you're working on a whole host of different muscles different muscle groups different um, cardiovascular benefits as well absolutely huge so I think instead of you know hyper fixating on calories macros and specific exercises we need to move away from that obsession around those things and look into doing a variety of different exercises a variety of different foods that are good for us as well as removing away from that obsession around food and exercise and really specifics and everything I mean nutrition and wellness is really really simple it just comes down to movement and eating a nutritious diet most of the time and not getting too hyped up or crazy about it and as well as a bunch of other things like sleep water lack of stress all of those things but really it's just so important that we stop obsessing around these things and move into a more holistic view of wellness but I know this was this podcast was kind of a little bit of a rant but I do think it's really important to stress that that people that follow their macros or calories could have an absolutely appalling diet and it isn't a one size fits all if you fit your calories and macros so I mean you could eat 10 pizzas and fit your calories or macros and that'd be fine your personal trainer but yeah that's good you know so it's just not good we want to focus on a different view of health and yeah I'm I'm going off my rant now but (laughs) but I really hope you enjoyed the podcast this is podcast 99 can you guys believe that I can't even like comprehend that I was looking back on the podcast and I've done I think it's about two years now if a little bit more than that of the podcast which feels like longer than that you know but 100th podcast is coming up next week and I'm hopefully gonna have a nice exciting episode for you guys but thank you guys so much for watching and I will speak to you all next week. Please do share, like, comment, do anything you feel compelled to do. If you find someone might love listening to this, please send them it over. It means so much to me. And as well, get in, get in touch with the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know how you think about it. Anything. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.